Welcome to the Next Brave Thing podcast. My name is Ella Hooper, and I believe that breakthrough is on the other side of bravery. This podcast features brave stories, emotional health, and creativity to inspire you to take your next brave step. Hi, listeners. I hope you are all doing well. I think you probably would have noticed if you are one of my consistent listeners, and I heard a few from, from a few of you, um, I didn't actually release an episode last week. And that is probably because my work life at Bethel Conservatory of the Arts has been crazy busy, so full, and I'm also seeing clients. Um, so I have gotten a little behind on the recording process. So what I'm going to be doing is taking a, a couple of weeks break just to kind of get more recorded so that I can get ahead. Um, so I'm going to hold off producing, um, or releasing podcasts until October 16th. So Monday, October 16th is when, um, more episodes will come out. So that'll be a Tuesday for my New Zealand and Aussie, uh, listeners. Um, so yeah, I just decided I think I need a little bit of a break because putting out a podcast, it's actually a lot more work than probably it looks like. Um, but I definitely am excited to bring you fresh content and I'm excited for some of the guests that I have coming up. Um, but I also want to give it up to you guys uh, to share what episodes you would like me to uh, do more topics on or if you have a guest that you think would be good to have on my podcast, please send through your suggestions. I am also kind of dreaming up what my podcast will look like in 2024. can't believe we're almost near to 2024. Um, this has been kind of a challenge to me to put out a podcast all year. Um, but next year I'm going to get a little bit more strategic on different series and themes. I think I'm going to have a whole series on the body, which is going to be fire. Um, I'm also going to do a series on creativity and I will do a series on emotional rest um, and yeah, I'm going to be diving into more topical, uh, series. So if you have any that you're like, oh my gosh, I'd love you to interview people or talk about this particular topic, feel free to send that in. Today, I wanted to actually talk about something that was kind of sparked from a conversation I had with my mom very, very briefly. She was talking about um, listening to a podcast and someone kind of identifying different areas that people have trust within themselves. And um, she was talking about how some people really trust their heart. Some people really trust their intellect, their mind. Um, and then some people have a lot of trust with their body. And I'm sure she mentioned another area that people have trust with, but um, it really just got me thinking about like, you know, I think of someone who has a lot of trust with their body would be like a dancer, a professional dancer who really can do all those crazy twirls around the stage and feel very confident and have a lot of trust that their body is going to fall and land the way that um, it's supposed to. Um, and then you have people who like, if you look at debates, like especially like political debates or, um, 
I don't know, just university lecturers, they can have a lot of like trust in their mind and they can be really quick on the spot of like knowing how to articulate things because they're so intelligent. Um, And then you have the people that are really connected to their heart, really trust their heart. Um, And I just was thinking about it and I wanted to focus in on my journey of learning how to trust my my heart. And I can probably go into different areas because I think it's helpful and healthy to kind of build trust with your head and your intellect. But then it's also really healthy to build trust with your body and learn your body. Um, But those are kind of bigger topics that I've just felt to really speak about the heart today. And that has always been um, a journey for me because, and a journey for a lot of people, because some people really don't trust themselves. They'll be like, yeah, I fell in love with that person. And then they were the same kind of person they always fall in love with. And I just really can't trust my heart. Like I really can't trust that my heart is going to be uh, honest or get, send me to the right, you know, the safest direction. And I think that like anything, if you personify anything, a lot of counseling techniques is to really personify these abstract concepts like your heart. Um, if your heart was a person, what kind of relationship do you have with your heart? And the heart like is something, um, that is super important because in the Bible, in Proverbs, it talks about from your heart, all the issues of life flow. And I always think if I don't have an area of flow in my life, like a level of ease and uh, peace, I have to look at what happened in my heart to make me kind of put up a wall or have bitterness. Um, and a heart, your heart is a place that needs constant attention because it's really easy for hurt or resentment or pain to creep in, which then causes us to kind of distort the way that we view life. Um, and then that affects our choices. Our perspective is usually, uh, is so connected to our behavior. So what we choose to do, our heart is where all our emotions come from as well. And so I think if we feel like emotions are bad, um, then we will automatically assign our heart is bad or our motivation is bad. And I'm teaching um, from the book Atlas of the Heart uh, by Brene Brown to my second year actors. And we're really learning about Um, I believe it's 84 emotions that she researched and um, we're really learning about the different types of um, emotions. And it's really interesting because when we process all of the information as a class, like the students will often feel um, like that's a bad emotion and that's a good emotion. And I have learned that it's good to stay away making judgments about what is a good emotion and a bad emotion. Um, Like people were saying, well, comparison is a bad emotion. And what my encouragement was to do is to step away from labeling something as good or bad and really viewing emotions as information. So if you're finding from your heart, a lot of bitterness is coming from your heart rather than judging yourself that you have bitterness, start getting curious as to where that bitterness first came in or where that resentment first came in. And that resentment, it's like 
Once we can accept that that is there, we can actually do something about it. A lot of people are really in denial around their negative emotions and they like to say, oh, I don't struggle with comparison. I don't struggle with bitterness. Um, But then they don't come across like that. They're kind of in denial of it because they've kind of made up a story in their mind that there are good emotions and bad emotions, but actually we're human and we're made to feel all the spectrum of emotions. And I think if you're a Christian, sometimes you can protect, you can really get into what's right or wrong, but actually like David in the Psalms, Jesus himself actually feel, felt the full wide of emotions. And so that is part of what it means to be human. Um, and I know that like when I can start getting curious about why I'm having this emotion, I can actually learn to actually learn how to soothe myself, comfort myself, or like bring Um, it also gives me like, oh, if I'm having a lot of judgment towards someone or something that usually indicates that I don't have all the information. So I'll like go and like dig deeper into why I'm feeling that feeling and what need am I afraid that's not going to get met or what am I afraid of losing? So I have to kind of work through a ton of fears to actually learn to connect to my heart. I think the first time that I um, really started connecting to my heart was probably in high school when I kind of had this Noah, this heart desire to be an actress. And I went to acting school and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. It was actually, there was a lot of disappointment to work through. Um, but there was something in like a deep trust in my heart that I, I love this. I love being creative because I come alive in it. So it was like an indicator to me that like, this feels like it's in alignment. It's in my purpose. It's in, in something that, I feel connected to. And like my head had all the logic of like, what kind of career can you have in acting? And I had the logic of like, what does this lead to? And I had definitely had voices kind of saying, this is kind of irresponsible. You're going to get a degree in this. Um, But I could say that like the heart desire kind of paid off, like following my heart in that, because it's definitely brought me to where I am today. Um, even though I tried to shove that part of my heart down because it's like, sometimes it's actually hard to follow your heart because yeah, like it's kind of like there can be so much disappointed disappointment connected to it when things don't work out. Um, so I think another time of when I really could learn to trust my heart was when I moved countries. Logically, I could not figure out how I was going to pay for the full three years of studying abroad, not being able to like earn an income, but my heart knew I was meant to be in America. And so that was definitely another moment of building trust with my heart because I would clear out all the clutter in my heart, all the noise, when all the noise of like shaming of like, you should be doing X, Y, and Z. If like when, once I learned to clear out all that noise, if I got really connected to my heart and learned to listen to my heart, it would always tell me I'm supposed to be in America. And so I think that is what I would encourage you guys to do is to actually clear out all the noise. 
and um, which is really challenging to do because we are in a very noisy world. Social media is so noisy. Um, so it takes a lot to kind of build a practice around building quiet in your life and actually pushing aside like all of the people's judgments, all of um, the fear around scarcity to actually connect to your heart and make a choice, make a brave choice from that place. So I encourage you all to connect with your heart's desires and kind of go on a journey of wrestling through that because I think it is like a wrestling match. Like it's not just straightforward, oh, my heart says this, so I'm going to do this. Um, I have like more of a confidence with risk taking because I've really learned to listen to my heart. Um, but then I've also had to kind of learn the hard lessons that go with it, learn how to do, deal with disappointment, learn to bounce back after a setback and really learn how to pivot and be flexible and change my mind and kind of like not be set in stone with things. Because I think when we're following our heart, we have to be really open-minded and we have to be willing to be flexible um, because we have to really surrender control. We have to let go of what um, we think things should are supposed to be. Like, I think that's the biggest challenge with learning to follow your heart or trust your heart is letting go of what you think it should look like and being open it, open to it being better than what you thought. The reason why it's so important to actually build a relationship with your heart and learning how to listen to it is because it's where passion comes from. It's where purpose comes from. It's where um, so much of the greater things in life, like the meaningful things in life come from, like heart connections with humans, with people. Um, when we actually look at like our heart needs and heart connections, we can actually find more vision for our life. And a lot of the time when I meet with clients, um, when they're struggling with a motivation or vision, it's because their heart is tired or their heart has gone through a ton of pain and they don't know how to heal from the pain. So I wanted to close this episode with giving you a journal prompt, a question to kind of an exercise that you can do in your journal. And I want you to imagine that your heart is a person and you're going to write your heart a, a letter and you're going to almost like interview your heart and give your heart a voice. If you could, if you had all the money in the world, what would you be doing heart? If you knew that you could not fail, what would you be doing? Um, what do you need to feel safe? Ask that, ask that question. What do you need to feel safe? Um, how can you, what needs do you have? For example, a need could be you need to feel heard, you need to feel seen, you need to feel understood, you need to feel connected, you need to feel excited, you need to feel passion, you need to, and then actually ask yourself, um, what emotions am I avoiding feeling? And this is kind of a scary one for some people because we're afraid that if we feel an emotion, it will like take us into the vortex where we're totally like in self-pity land or in hopelessness. But to accurately process an emotion, it takes 19 seconds. 
And so I would encourage you to not label or judge the emotions that you're avoiding. You're just trying to witness. You're trying to be um, in an observer state um, and it's called metacognition. So you're trying to separate the feeling from who you are as yourself and you become like how, because I think a lot of the time we internalize every single emotion and make it about our identity. So you're wanting to actually separate yourself and be an observer. It's almost like watching a movie. Um, So start to kind of like get your journal out and ask your heart these questions and, um, and then ask yourself, when was the last time I felt alive? And what that's like a real key because you want to find more moments where you can be fully alive. That's actually a connection to what maybe you're made for or what your purpose is. Um, So yeah, I'd love to leave you with that. And I look forward to being back in your ears um, in October on October 16th uh, for Americans, so Monday, October 16th. So uh, make sure you keep an eye out on the podcast and feel free to send in any recommendations. And I look forward to speaking to you then. Thanks for listening today. Please download, share with your friends and write a review. If you would like to book in a life coaching session with me, go to my website at www.ella-hooper.com or follow me on Instagram at Next Brave Thing Podcast.